Today on CityCast Boise... Okay, hold on. Do you say Boise or Boise? If you've lived here forever, you probably say Boise. And when you go out of town, you notice people are saying it all wrong. Or you're new around here, and you realize locals are not saying it with a Z sound. So now you're confused. Which way is correct? We're going to find out once and for all how to pronounce our home. Plus, who gets to decide anyway? To do that, we're talking with the head of Boise State University's new linguistics department, Michal Temkin-Martinez. It's Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. I'm Frankie Barnhill, and this is the very first episode of CityCast Boise, or Boise? Okay, Michal, so you moved here, I think you said about 13 years ago to take your current job at Boise State in the English department, uh, which now is the linguistics department. Did you pronounce it Boise when you first moved here? So actually, I had a little insider information. And I was told by a friend who was from um, Eastern Washington that the cool people, the inside people in Boise, pronounced it with an S sound, so Boise. And so I was able to actually leverage that while I was interviewing here. And I even mentioned it in my actual talk, my actual job talk, to make sure that I reference, you know, the the importance of looking at the way that people identify uh, with a place, with the way that they pronounce things. So natively, because I, I'm not originally from here, I thought the name of the place was Boise, but I was given that insider information. I was able not only to use the the correct pronunciation, right? Boise, <laughs> the insider version, yep. um, but also uh, to mention it in the way that I explain the way that my research works on sounds. Yeah, and we'll get into more whether or not what is correct and who decides and all of that for sure. But I think that story it illuminates a lot, uh, including the fact that, yeah, your friend who is in a neighboring state, Washington state, um, just one state away, they, they pronounced it differently, but they also knew because of their insider information as a linguist, how the, how the locals pronounce it. And I think that's so fascinating. I, you know, have a similar kind of story. I moved here more than a little over 10 years ago and I came from Montana originally another state, just one state away, and we pronounce it Boise as well with the Z. And when I got here, um, I wanted to go into to radio, into public radio specifically, and someone gave me the tip that, hey, if you want to be sound like a local and certainly sound like a local reporter and broadcaster, you better pronounce it Boise. And I immediately did that. And I've been pronouncing it Boise ever since, even though for the first like 25 years of my life, I, I always called it Boise. Right. I mean, it's not a huge difference, right? And it's not that big of a of an ask to to make that pronunciation difference, that change. Yeah. Um, and it really depends on whether you want to sound like you're from here or not. And if you want to be, you know, I've, I've lots of friends who have lived here their whole life and actually 
say it with the Z pronunciation, right? And they're intentionally like, well, that's not the right way. And, or I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be uh, seen as an insider. And, you know, of course there's this kind of popular story that I heard was there was like some French fur trappers, who knows if this is exactly right. accurate, sometime in the 1800s came across the valley. They were in the high desert. It was, uh, you know, not many trees, not much water. And they saw the trees and they exclaimed, les bois, les bois. Um, and of course, les bois, B-O-I-S. But then if you add the E for Boise, doesn't that make a Z sound? It makes that, yeah. that like the French would pronounce Boise. it. Boise. Boise, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Why do you think, is that, um, what do you think about well, that? So, Why that might have happened? So, um, my research is actually on the way that sounds interact in the world's languages and the difference between the s sound, the s sound, or the z sound, right, is actually has to do with the vibration of the vocal folds, right? So when you have a z sound, your vocal folds vibrate, zzz, right? And when you make an s sound, they do not. Well, vowel sounds also make your vocal folds vibrate. So it's actually more natural for Z to occur between two vowel sounds than it would be for an S sound. Um, so it makes sense that in French, when you have an S, you know, in orthography, it is pronounced Z between two vowels. And that happens in a lot of different languages. But yeah, so I think the evolution probably had nothing to do with following the rules, the phonological rules, the sound rules. Uh, but maybe it had to do with actually being distinct, right? And breaking the wow. rules. Wow. Okay. So from the beginning, Boise was breaking the rules, it sounds like, when it comes to how we even pronounce the place that Boiseans call home. Right. Well, and and I think that's kind of cool, right? It's, um, it, you know, for the insiders to be like, you know what? We're going to pronounce it differently. We're going to make it different. Um and then, you know, maybe that will that will do something, uh, you know, that will help us maybe distinguish between who's one of us and who's not. Right. And there's this great Idaho Statesman article um, that you found and pointed out to me uh, that actually we'll link to this in the show notes of the podcast um, that has a reference to uh, a newspaper in 1864 in a little south of Reno, so just our neighbors to the south, really, in Nevada, um, that laid out the quote-unquote correct pronunciation, and it used the Z sound, so that even back like a year after the city was technically founded, our neighbors were saying, hey, you should say it this way, Boiseans, <laughs> uh, and, and maybe we were already saying it Boise at that time. Who knows? Right, yeah. And you know, we don't know the way that it was actually pronounced. And I was actually thinking about this article the other day. And, um, you know, so it's from the mid 19th century, right? And Boise was a, a new place, right? And newly established and newly named, right? And if you think about it, when you encounter a new name, you don't always know how to pronounce things, right? And with Boise, you know, like B-O-I-S-E, there's a lot there to so many get wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And to get wrong, right? Like, yeah. is it Boise? Is it Boise? Mm -hmm. And I think the point of the article in that 1864 newspaper really had to do with, okay, people, like, this isn't something that we've encountered before. Uh, but because this S is found between all these vowels, 
the correct way, right? The way that grammarians would want us to correct to correctly pronounce it would be with a z sound, with the z in it. Um, so I think you know when we encounter new place names, a lot of times we don't know how to pronounce them, and a lot of times, you know, that's another way of distinguishing between somebody who's a local and an outsider, right? Is right. whether or not they pronounce the name right. And you and you find out everywhere, right? Like um, especially with names that are borrowed from other languages or from indigenous, uh, mm-hmm. the indigenous people of the region, mm-hmm. you know, we, we don't know, are we pronouncing Kutenai correctly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? right. Um, what is the right way to say things? And so I think the point of that article was to say, okay, everybody, the correct way, if you want to say this, the, the right way is with a Z sound because it had to do with a foreign name. Um, and folks just wouldn't know how to refer to this brand new city. Uh, but I'm not sure that it was already pronounced as an S sound, but we would never know, right? Right. If we could only go back to 1864 and, and, and zoom in on what Boiseans or Boiseans were saying at the time, right? I guess the question I should have asked is not which is right, Boise or Boise, but who gets to decide and why, really? Right? Right. Absolutely. Right. So, yeah, the question is, is it? Is it really a, a cultural, you know, thing or a phonological thing, right? Is it is it really about the phonological rules, the way that, you know, sounds interact in the language? Or is it about the people who name the place and the people who live in the place, the people who are, you know, the locals? And um, as a linguist, you know, the, the latter one is the, the important one, right? So the people are the owners of the language. The people who use the, the language, the users of the language are the owners of the language. And um, so the correct way to pronounce it is the way that the people pronounce it. And, you know, in a case of a name place, it's really about the local people. It's the people from that place that get to decide. Yeah. Are there other examples? You mentioned, of course, there's places all around the world. I'm thinking of like Edinburgh, Scotland, right? And you go there and it sounds like Edinburgh or something. I can't do it right because I'm not a local from Scotland. Are there other um, stories in history or uh, across time or or things that indicate, you know, this kind of insidery versus outsider status, depending on how something is said? Yeah, well, you know, I think the the oldest story in time is uh, the idea of the shibboleth, right? The idea of the shibboleth was to, there was a, a distinction between sh sounds and sh uh, sounds um, in the story in the Bible. And the insiders pronounced it shibboleth and the outsiders pronounced it sibboleth, right? Um, and so the way that they would figure out like who's one of us and who's not, if somebody was trying to, you know, to actually infiltrate um, their society was that they would say, you know, tell us what this is. And they would say, Sibboleth, and they would know, oh, that's an outsider, kill him. <laughs> or <laughs> Shibboleth, <laughs> oh, this is one of us. Well, I mean, yes, it, it, that is dark uh, in terms of the, you know, Shibboleth versus Sibboleth and, and actually being able to um, distinguish whether or not someone is so much of an outsider that you might want to uh, do something bad to them. Um, but I do think, I mean, it, to bring it to today, it is a fascinating time right now in Boise, right? Because we have so many newcomers. And of course, there have been waves of in-migration uh, forever, ever since, you know, white people took the land from the tribes, the Shoban tribes that were here before. But this moment in time is so fascinating because there are so many people moving here from out of state. 
and uh, many of them, and sometimes even out of the country too, right? And mm -hmm. um, people want to sound most, I think generally speaking, of course, there's some people who maybe want to be defiant, but most people want to assimilate. They want to be like me when I moved here and said, oh, I was saying it wrong the whole time. Now I'll say it the way that the locals say it because I want to sound like I fit in. Um, and I just feel like that tension is so interesting between like assimilating, but it's also signaling that, that hey, I, I see what this place is and I want to show that I like it and that that's why I've chosen to be here. Um, and that, oh no, you know, I might from, be from this other state, uh, but uh, still I, I know how to say, I know how to say this place and I love this place. Right. It's absolutely a way to determine your membership and your sort of commitment to this new place by actually saying it the way everybody else says it. And then if you choose not to, it's kind of like making this personal decision like we talked about. If somebody might defiantly say, no, I'm saying Boise, even though I know that everybody says it Boise. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I Just a kind of a, a side note, too, that I think is fascinating is, um, you know, we see people even uh, profiting off of this distinction between <laughs> Boise and Boise. Uh, there's a local uh, shop in town that has a t-shirt that spells out the phonetic Boise, you know, loud and clear on t-shirts. And I think we can't help but do things like that, right? Absolutely. Yes. And I, I love it when people do ask me about that. Um, you know, I I have a t-shirt. Um, I was going to ask, do you have it? <laughs> yes, yes, of course. <laughs> it's the phonology. You know, it's so exciting for me. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, people do ask about it. And um, and I think more and more people are aware about it, um, even outside of Boise, because they've heard about so much about Boise in the last, you know, decade or so. And even this kind of conversation has made it into uh, mainstream American media that, you know, to the point where people are asking me about it without me having to say Boise. Well, what would you tell someone, Michal, someone who's thinking about moving here or just has moved here? Um, and how, how should they pronounce it? Or what, what should they think about when they when they're trying to figure out the culture here? I'd say my, my choice is always to fit in. Right. Um, but, you know, I think, uh, yeah, just fit in, <laughs> you know, just uh, I, I think. I think there are a lot of things that we all bring into Boise mm -hmm. um, from from other places. And I love the fact that there are a lot of really great things that have come um, into the state with the people that have come here. Um, this is not a big ask to tell people like, hey, pronounce it the way we all pronounce it. Um, and it's just a way of saying, yeah, I do. I, I see this place. I want to be part of it. I, you know, I am proud to be here, Boise. Oh, thank you so much, Michal, for coming on CityCast Boise or Boise, but I'm going to say Boise, to help us think about this very interesting aspect of our local culture. Well, thanks for having me. And one more thing before you go. Rediscovered Books plans to give out titles from the list of 23 books that were banned by the Nampa School District last month. About 1,350 books will be given out at the Nampa Flying M Wednesday night between 6 and 8. What were the most popular donated books? The Handmaid's Tale, The Prince and the Dressmaker, and The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. You'll love to see it!
that's all for our first episode of CityCast Boise. If you've enjoyed the show, please spread the word about us. We also have a daily morning newsletter. Check out the show notes for a link to subscribe. We'll be back Thursday with more stories from around the city. See you then.